I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, this is Erica Ramirez, senior editor at Billboard. With me here for this week's episode is SZA. Hi. <laughs> and Reggie Ubu. Did I say your last name right? Do yes. I ever say your last yes, name? Yes, right? you nailed it. Yes, okay. Perfect. <laughs> our indie reporter. And on the phone is Maroof, our new artist of the week, who's got next. And he's also on speakerphone. Yay. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Loki. <laughs> <laughs> so, Susa, so you and you and Maroof go way back. Tell me about how you guys first met. Um, I think Abby, right? Abiola Oki. Yeah. I, I, like, spoke to him. He's a friend of my mom's and, like, totally looked after me in high school and all that and he was just like you should totally you need to meet Maroof you have to meet Maroof and so I think I he just gave me his Facebook and I Facebooked him and I was like hi Abby told me that we need to speak (laughs) and he was just super nice like he came over like like two days after that and then we just hung out all the time ever since and I cook a lot so I usually and I like just to eat too, so it was so, I just bribe him. <laughs> I just bribe him over so with food. Perfect. It was so perfect. <laughs> That's great. Well, you are also featured on his LP on a skit. Yes. That does not sound like you, <laughs> but it is you. Yo, I, I wasn't even talk. I wasn't talking about you. Relax. I was. Tell me about that skit, or I don't know, Moo. If you want to talk about this, that skit also. Yeah, Moo. Tell okay. him about the skit. <laughs> it was basically for a song called Respect, and the whole theme of the song is like, you know, why are you wilding for respect? And what I mean by like, why are you wilding for respect is like, why are you disrespect me? So the whole skit idea I had was like a jealous girlfriend. So I didn't actually want to call my girlfriend. So I was like, let me call a friend of mine who. <laughs> I feel like would be fit for this and could like really like body it. So I called her, I called Sizzle and she was like, sure, no problem. And it sounded so real. Like people thought it was real. <laughs> so it kind of, he it called kind me because I'm perfect. crazy. That's why. <laughs> um, what did your girl feel about it though? Um, I hope she didn't think it was about she, her. She was, she was, <laughs> she was cool. <laughs> she knew what it was. She, she knew what it was. Like she heard it much before it dropped. So it was more so, it was funny. It was like something that we just laughed at. But yeah, it was like, I felt like some people could relate to it, so it kind of went perfect. And shout out to us, Scissor, for bodying that, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <Good. laughs> 
Well, while we're, while we're talking about the skit, um, I don't know if you want to talk a, a bit about Shades of Moo. I personally really liked it just because you have a lot of, like, your interests and influences. There's, like, a love and basketball snippet in there, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, you know, even Homie Lover Friend, you have Jesse Boykins, and at the end, he kind of re- recites a You Remind Me lyric. And, like, there's a lot of R&B influences. There's a lot of just, you could tell things that you love. So tell me about how it was making that LP. And it's like your first official project also. Well, like the inspirations for the project really, like the main inspiration for Shades of Moo was really jazz. That was like my biggest inspiration. Like the that, that whole year when I was making it, I was listening to like a lot of Miles Davis, like Kind of Blue album. And just a lot of like music in which I really like. And it happened to not even be rap. <laughs> so it was like a lot of Dillo, a lot of Marvin Gaye. And stuff like that. And, um, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a lurk. I stay up and I, I love loving basketball and I feel like it was so necessary to put on the song Buckle Up and things like that. So, you know, you know, Shades of Moon is basically really like my life. That's why I called it Shades of Moon. And, um, I'm, I'm happy, you know, people are going to appreciate that. That's one of the reasons why I'm out in Canada right now. So I'm going to turn up on Friday. Holla. You feel me? If you're out in Canada, come out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's all about my life. So, you know, that's the way I create the best when I just tell the truth, really. Yeah. I think one thing that I, I found interesting is, since so you're around guys a lot of the time because of Top Dog. And, Moo, I know you're around a lot of women because you have three sisters, your mom, you have a girlfriend. How, at least with you, Maroof, how did that influence the project, being around women? I don't know. It's like, I guess, being around, growing up around women, it kind of, you know what women like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I didn't purposely do it like that. Like even for like the song "Her," um, it's just I don't know. It, it kind of just made everything that much more easy. It made I, I wanted this project for males to be able to relate to it and women as well. So even like throughout the process, when I like created this song called "Tangerine," I let my sister hear it, and I'm kind of singing on it. And sister knows I'm low key scared to sing and whatever, even though even though. So, like, I let my sister hear it, and this kind of, this project kind of happened to be something which a lot of females really like, but, uh, I don't know, man, shout out to my sisters, you know, they're annoying, but I love them, and, um, you know, <laughs> they, they, I guess they helped me throughout this whole process, really, of creating. So how is it with you being around a lot of men, work-wise? Um... And I think it's kind of like a comfort zone, actually. I always get weird around women, like large groups of women. Yeah. It's weird unless there's like like a spoken unity. Like I have like a big group chat with my homegirls now. Like yeah. there's like seven of us. And then we like meet up to do activities and stuff like that. But other than, I don't know, it has to be with boys. It's just like super casual. Like everything is casual. Like I don't lotion. I eat a lot like I watch a lot of television <laughs> so it's just like, like right. He's laughing. <laughs> so it's just like I'm essentially a boy anyway so it's just a lot easier like with girls they do all these things that I may or may not relate to like nail appointments and all that kind of stuff I mean I care about hair and stuff like that but other than that like I I don't really shop either like I just kind of stumble on stuff and it just is what it is so with boys i guess like with the move we both thrift shop we both i don't know we both talk politics and then him me and my dad will watch like bill maher and talk about that for a Shout couple out to hours Pops too. that's my best oh, man. <laughs> they're best friends him and my dad are best friends i never every time he comes over like i never get to talk to him my dad just is like hey anyway but um yeah the boys <laughs> the boys in td are just kind of like 
they're just they're homies. Like they don't treat me like a a girl at all. They just harass me all day. Uh, and yeah, another big joker is over there. Have you yes. been working on your your put downs? You. Every once in a while, I got cute really good a couple times. I tagged that ass a couple times. Um, just really, he always used to throw like these weird sexual innuendos, and I eventually just said that his penis was really small. <laughs> and that was just like my go to gut punch. Like every time I was just ready, like, <laughs> right, you have a small dick. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the worst? Who cracks the the toughest jokes? Uh, Amac Q's DJ. Ooh, scathing, <laughs> fucking scathing. He is so rough, but it's so funny. Like you can't not laugh. I think a couple times, so he'll blow the bell, and you'd be like, "Bruh, that was, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was take a minute. That was crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like you want to laugh, but it's like Ugh, I don't really know because you could be next, so you don't really want to laugh too hard." But he's definitely, like, he doesn't play around. And then when him, Musa, and Q get together, it's just, like, a dream team of bashingness. And Isaiah and his crew are actually, like, second. They joke a lot, too. They're pretty good. You and Isaiah hung out a lot when you guys were working on each other's projects because you were working on the projects at kind of the same time, right? we lived together. Yeah. You live together now? No. No. I was like, uh, we're dead. (laughs) So you guys mostly live together when you guys were recording each other's projects. Yeah, that yeah. was like TD summer camp. So we were just kind of like dorming together and like, you know, bonding and arguing over beats. And, you know, we only had like one good argument. You only had just one good one. argument? Just one. Like all that we never, it was crazy. I'm surprised we didn't like really like knock down, drag out as close quarters as we were. But like we never argued. One time we just argued over beats. And that was it. And I called him a brat, and that was it. And I slammed the door, and we didn't talk for, like, two days. And then later on the next day, we did, like, that BT cipher, and I had to, like, support him. And I forgot all about being angry, so. I heard you guys uh, went paintballing at one point. Yeah, they left me, so. Oh, you weren't oh, you there. weren't a part of yeah, it? Yeah, that's uh, part of this what happened. This is needs a mic, uh, so then we can know why. I was so <laughs> mad that day. Oh, I can't even explain. I was so, that's crazy that you brought that up. I was so mad. I even called Punchy like a little baby. I was just like, they left me. They didn't even ask me. And I brought it up like super slick. Like the next time I saw everybody like, because you know, y'all went paintballing and didn't tell me. And, like, they do. I think that's, I guess that's one of the downfalls of being a girl because sometimes they think, like, I don't know. Like, is she stuck up? Like, is she going to be like, no, don't hit me or, like, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> that comes with time. Like, they, they, they realize, like, eventually, like, I don't care. And I'm down to do just as much violent, painful things as they are. <laughs> so. I don't know. You might have dodged a bullet on that one. <laughs> it looked so fun, though. Like, literally everyone in the camp went, like, just but me. Did they just say <laughs> they forgot? What was their excuse? They didn't have one. They were just like, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't call. <laughs> that was it. That was like their, their viable answer. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. You was tight, boy. You was tight. I was so angry. You know, I have like serious FOMO. It was crazy. It was, I was so angry. <laughs> Wait, I noticed on your Instagram that you do gymnastics. I do. Are you ever going to incorporate that in your shows? Pull a pink and do oh, that? Where? Oh, okay, okay. Whenever I think of gymnastics <laughs> in shows, I think of like Chris Brown. I don't know why. I think of like just like crazy lips and all that. Yeah, so then I, I just completely separate that from myself. But then now that you think of it, like pink is definitely, she was a gymnast yeah, for which, a while. Yeah, so the, all the awesome. acrobatics on her shows. Exactly. Her, I think Freggy too, actually. But I, I want to, um, 
I want to definitely, I would be down to do something like that. I just want to like do it in a fly way. Yeah. I want to go to Circus I think you should, like yo, I, I think the next show, you should just come out and just start flipping. Like, gee, shit. Like, that'd be crazy. Don't even say anything. <laughs> like, no <laughs> intro. Exactly. Like, is that her? Like, <laughs> and that that's like grab the whole first right song. <laughs> that would be your intro. Wait, what are some of your pre-show pre-show rituals that you do? Um, or do you have any? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, punch, punch is laughing. So clearly, you have some. <laughs> Just, I know you, you'd like to take. The time. I'm sure. Do you want to get on the mic, punch? Really, you can talk. <laughs> um, basically, I don't. I can't eat anything because. I don't know. I'm like a movie, like a cartoon. Like I start sweating and just everything comes out of everywhere. <laughs> I'm just sweating, nauseous. I got a boo boo. I'm just, I'm shaking. I pee a little bit. It's, so you it's don't, so that happens all the time, which is why Every you don't time. eat. And even like thinking about a show, I just like have to boo boo. Oh, oh is that then, so is that why you were laughing? My punch was, so that's why punch was I just laughing. had to embarrass myself before he got the opportunity to. So I just wanted to put that out there. But um and usually like three shots of patron. Three shots of patron and a lot of boo booing. Those are my rituals. All and right, I'm well, really nervous, I'll yell. Maruf, can you top that? <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I could really top that because I was just gonna say like a bottle of water um, and some stretching, but uh, like all honesty, my rituals like I know before a show I can't drink. Like all honesty, because if I drink, like just in general, when I perform, I sweat, and like I don't want to be on the stage looking wild, crazy, drunk, uh, you know, sweating out Hennessy. So <laughs> usually before my shows, I probably just just a quick bottle of water. And um, I just do, like, some push-ups to try to look fake slow. But, yeah, I'm pretty basic before I perform, yeah. Then after I perform, that's when I drink and indulge in other stuff that are fun. After I perform. Wait, so I asked Reggie what he thought you'd do, SZA, to turn up since you seem very chill and laid back. And, Reggie, what do you think SZA does or hope she does to turn up? <laughs> I just said trap. Some little trap music, little Young Thug, little Danny Glover. <laughs> to turn up let me think do you is that what you do to turn up um it she, made, she made a sour face when i said Amy Glover, i so didn't I, think, uh, I didn't do that <laughs> i didn't do that i don't um i think it depends if i'm in the club which is never i don't know i guess <laughs> so if you're not in the club and you don't drink right you don't i do drink but like more so like like it's weird, like I have to be like with before. friends, like real friends, okay. or just like something that makes me super nervous, and then I'll just drink. But I, I get drunk so fast, like two drinks, and I'm just like, yeah. woo! And everyone else is like nowhere near me in terms of that. Or I'll smoke a little bit. Yeah, I get a little, okay. a little high. But then I'm, I'm, I'm weird. I'm like a turn up, but I'm like an activity person. So I like to get drunk and then go rock climbing, like at Chelsea Pierce, for real. And then I like, like get high and then go to dance class. <laughs> but it's so exciting. I swear, it's so exciting to me. That's just awesome. <laughs> that's okay that sounds a little exciting you might want to invite us next time you have to i go climbing. like once a week i'm you get drunk you, but it's a combo deal like you Usually, get drunk yes. and then you go rock climbing yes it's more exciting well gym- gymnastics class i don't get high because i don't trust myself you debuted z which you just saw is climbing up the charts so how has it been since the premiere just the debut um it's pretty cool i don't know i think have things changed I I guess the thing I that punch has to remind me of a lot 
is that like people know who I am. Mm-hmm. So walking around like aimlessly by myself, which I love to do, is a little different now because I I love to be like in the back of the room in right. that table at the restaurant that no one's paying attention to. But it's just it's different now because I used to be able to look crazy all the time and just walk in the street and no one would even blink. But then they'll be like, are you? And they can't say my name, but they'll just be like, are you? I know. And then like you'll get the feeling they're like, are you sister? <laughs> Last night I went to like Dwayne Reed at like 12 a.m. And then like this drunk crowd was like, are you sister? Bro, I just ran into sister on the street. Give me a hug. And I was like, yeah, hugs for everybody. But um, I don't know. That's like the only thing, I guess. I always wonder like, what? This is so weird, but yeah. Do you, do you feel like people are getting to know you, to know who you are as the new kid I on the do. block? I do. I do. I think at first they were just like, who is this stuck up bitch? She's not a rapper. She's not Wait, down. why did they think that? Oh, she's not I'm... from, she's not from Carson. Top she, dog. Yeah. yeah. And like, and it was, it was like that for a while. But I think, you know, people are starting to get to know me for just who I am. Like, you know, sometimes they'd be like, she says like all the time and she talks really wide and she's, oh my God. But at the same token, like I'm just everybody's bro at yeah. the end of the day. And that's kind of just what I want everybody to understand, if anything. Like I'm not, I'm just different, but I'm not bad. Yeah. <laughs> not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a roof lab. So I'm just like, you don't yeah, understand I'm how crazy like, this yeah, is. She's telling the truth. Like, <laughs> He really knows me. Like, he's at my house all the time. <laughs> I'm watching crazy. reruns of Living Single. Watching reruns Every of Living Single. <laughs> oh, I TiVo Living Single like crazy. I, I'm addicted to Living Single. It's crazy. I'm making I was just going to ask um, Arup for something that he knows something about you that no one knows, but I guess that's something. Khadija. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Susan, what's something about Maroof that most people don't know that people should know such an open book though um he is he is especially on that lp um that people don't know that won't embarrass him um, <laughs> i mean <laughs> okay, okay. Um, don't put me out there bruh right. <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm trying to think i'm really you trying to, to be think. like well maroof car um you know what maroof is very he's like a self he's very self-taught so like he'll go through his own phases of like teaching him like I remember he went through like this green tea phase where he just would literally come to my house and be like can I get some green tea bags and then leave like not hang out just come over to get green tea bags and leave but but that was that was his wave like he was really into green tea and like cleansing in that moment and I remember he was reading what is it Jesus is Buddha Buddha's Jesus uh, <laughs> that book that book that you were really excited Buddha, about uh, the living Buddha the living Christ the living Buddha the living Christ I was reading that there book there it is but he's just like he's very like self-enlightening like some people think that like hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I guess people, they peg you as neo-soul or whatever, and they think you're like pseudo-intelligent or, or pseudo-whatever. But like he really is just he, just, he searches for knowledge all the time just on his own. And it's it's very cool. Look at you, Mario. Oh, oh, nice. Thank you, Salami. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about Mac Miller, um, who produced, I think, two tracks on, on Z, one of which is, like, one of my favorites, uh, opener, You Are or yeah. You're. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You say that? He named that. Um, <laughs> How did you come across his, his beats or how did you end up using his beats on there? So random. He just, uh, he followed me on Twitter and, and then he just like DM'd me and he was just like, we should get in. But I thought it was just like a customer, like being nice. Cause like he's friends with all the boys. So it's just like, okay, sure. We'll get in like in quotations. <laughs> and then finally, like he was like super just like serious. Like, no, for real, you should come over. I have a studio at my house. Do you want tea? You can have anything you want. Just come over here. And I was like, green really? Tea. Exactly. No, I'm a green tea fanatic. That's why he knows. So, uh, yeah, like I just went over there and I, I'd heard such awesome things about him from the boys, but to be over there and like watch him create on his own, like he plays a lot of things, the chord organ, electric guitar, and just like all these things. He just kind of, he's in the zone. It was very interesting. And then his house is also like a clubhouse. So every, like, the internet is always over there and Thundercat's always over there just recording and Damo Genesis and it's just a, it's a bunch of souls always over there. So it's just cool. Like we all kind of record together and just kind of build and that's how you are happened. He just made it right in front of me and I just hopped in the booth and then we did Warm Winds a, right after that, the same night. So, um, yeah, it was just super organic. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't really think of him as a producer. And, I know. But that's, oh, he's clearly very talented. He's on a whole nother thing. And I think the stuff that he's working on now, it's so completely different from anything that anybody would expect him to do. I think it's going to be interesting. Like when people get a load of it, he's definitely, definitely like neck deep in the middle of some really serious stuff. Like I'm talking like doing stuff with like Little Dragon and Thundercat and myself and a bunch of like Mac Miller though. Yeah, it's in, it's awesome. <laughs> are you recording new music, or are you taking yes. a little break? What's uh, going on? I thought I was, and then I went to the <laughs> studio. <laughs> I went to the studio last night, and that changed. So, how's that coming along? Are you just Great. restyling it? Great. No, this time I'm. I have a lot more intent. I I feel like uh, last time I was just. I was like free falling and kind of just trying to figure it out and like really stressed out and kind of overwhelmed. And I wasn't even used to having to record when someone else told me to, cause I'm like an accidental artist. So I would just, whenever I felt like it, like every three weeks I record a song, send it to punch and that's it. But it was just kind of like, you have to be in the studio every day or every other day or a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think, um, just developing, uh, a rhythm, a rhythm and then once you develop a rhythm you start to do things with intent and then you start to form like themes and you build scaffolding and then build moments around the scaffolding and then i guess that creates an album so that's what i'm in the middle of now yeah did you uh re- read reviews of the last one no i did not 
<laughs> I refuse to, not one single one. I just, um, I don't want to know. I feel the way I feel about it. And I just want to get better and grow. Like I'm not a formally trained musician by any stretch. And I'm trying to just be a more well-rounded musician. Like I, I'm learning the bass from Thundercat and, you know, learning keys and chords on my own and just really trying to, trying to just add some meat to everything and like I said like just really build scaffolding this time and move with intent and just really build out and it's so funny like Yukimi just sent me all these tracks before like right after I dropped uh, like right before Z was about to drop and I was like fuck why couldn't you send this right before <laughs> so yeah so it's just it's just fun like I guess I feel like yeah, I'm really excited for the album, like the album album. <laughs> the album album? Yeah. Yukimi from Little Dragon. Mm-hmm. The queen. <laughs> I love Little Dragon, by the way. Little Dragon changed my life, bro. That's crazy. How crazy is it that I know those people? We All these conversations we've talked about. It's you guys heard the new album? It's yes. Pretty incredible. I go to every single one of their shows and like all the time, like in the first front row. Every time. And I know she's like, damn, bitch, another show? <laughs> All the time? Every show? The and, uh, little dragon crowds are really hot, though. Like, some, some very attractive people come out to them. Man. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, that, that's, what, that's what Reggie wanted to say. <laughs> oh, okay. They, um, <laughs> they, I don't know, the, their show is so ill. The, the lighting, it's very, like, almost like a sexual just like yeah. uh, like it, it's a very cool vibe so that's why you guys are all up in the front row yep all the time just getting sexual in the front so speaking <laughs> of crowds how was how was opening up for Coldplay crazy um how did that come about crazy uh Gwyneth Paltrow apparently uh told her her husband she, she told Chris about me and was just it was just super organic and he just a punch just woke me up like from a nap like on a Wednesday and he was just like Chris Martin's on the phone and he wants to talk to you and I was like what and then <laughs> so he was just like hello sis I think you're incredible <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh and he was so cool he was like are you busy on Thursday can you meet me I'd like to record with you and I was like is this real so yeah definitely we recorded and uh I don't know like the vibe was just crazy I can't he's just so kind to me like I I listened to them one of the few bands that my parents like didn't trip about Growing up, and it's very surreal. Like, so you might be on a Coldplay album. Please, I'm not worthy of that. Come That's, on now, no way, no way. You're over but, here recording. No, no, there, you never know. There, he's been really good to me. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of sessions, I know Absol is working on something, and yeah. Kendrick. Hopefully, Top Dog said we're going to get that in September. I'm looking at Punch right now. He's nodding his head yes. Um, have you been a part of the sessions or have you heard anything? How's it? Yes. Uh, how's it going with them? The cool thing is we were all kind of recording simultaneously. Like, okay, all together. Mixing, running back and forth through rooms. each other's beats. And- yeah. Or just not even walking into each other's sessions. And yeah. just kind of like being, just like brainstorming randomly. I think Dot like ran into one of my mixing sessions with Ali and ended up like doing backgrounds like there just randomly just being awesome um everybody's stuff is so incredible like it's just it's so ill and it's crazy to watch everybody work at the same time because i think you kind of feed off of each other and i know i definitely do and i remember watching isaiah i was just like i have to do this i have to do this better da, da, da. and i just it was crazy it's very inspiring it's everyone's album sounds crazy speaking because i know this would be kendrick's sophomore album do you feel pressure now that this what you're recording now will be a second official project like it's your second 
project to the world? Um, what I'm recording now is like, I didn't know until like maybe the last minute that my project was going to be like for sale right. or like a real anything. So, uh, <laughs> so I was just like, Oh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> so I think I didn't, it's, it's so different when you move with knowledge and intent. Maroof, I know you, you put out some videos from Shades of Moo. What's coming up uh, for you? Are you recording also while you're out there doing shows? Yeah, I'm actually recording a video. I'm out of Canada off of Shades of Moo. And as well, I'm just uh, recording new music, finishing up a project with my bro Mellow X and finishing up. I'm finishing up two projects right now. One with my bro Mellow X, which he's producing, <laughs> um, like everything on. And uh, another project with my bro, Iman Amari. Uh, we came out with a project called Euphoria. And we're working on Euphoria too right now. So just trying to just get better at everything, really. Even with production, as an artist, trying to learn how to play shit, you know. just I just really, my biggest goal at this point is just becoming a better artist, you know. Like growing as an artist, just not a rapper, you know. I'm excited for, I mean, for both. But I'm really excited for Mello. Since it was just whispering how she's also a very big Yeah, Mello that's fan. coming out crazy. Steve-O uh, is really hyped about that. He had me in the studio with Mello like last week, so it's coming out pretty popping. So what are you guys listening to right now? Mm. Do you listen to it while you're recording? I feel weird because I only listen to music when I'm getting dressed. I don't listen to music any other time. And it's usually, it's weird, like background, just because I like visuals better, I guess. Mm. I'm not even an audio person, and that's just me being do you, So do you honest. sit in front of the computer and just kind of go and... Um, yes, I'm a Netflix, Hulu, like, and then like independent film, like I'm one of those kind of junkies, just a Wes Anderson super fan. So, and like, I watch a lot of stuff over and over again. Like I just watch She's Gotta Have It Again just to see new meaning in it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just cause, you know, you're a little older every time you watch it and and everything feels different. Rosemary's Baby, I've watched a trillion times and every time I feel something new or it's just interesting. So I think film is where my like thing is at but music uh people that i like though i i love king cool i'm not current current mm-hmm. like i don't know all the newest stuff but yeah. i i really i love king cool like the stuff that i stumbled on is crazy i love those uh conan moccasin this he's awesome Right, what a strange, yes. odd man. <laughs> so fly. But, like, he's got some funk. Like, some... It's very... Throwback 70s, yeah. 60s soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very odd. It's like... I don't know. It's like Empire of the Sun meets, like, 60s funk meets... I don't know. But it's weird. Um, I'm still listening to Empire of the Sun. Speaking of that, I, I still listen on Spotify to uh, Little Dragon all the time. Uh, Baduism, I've been running forever. Uh, Lauren Hill all the time, <laughs> Miles Davis, same things all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know you. I think you like hooked up with with Badu while you were at South by. I didn't, right? I didn't know that. Oh, you know, I've got my ways. What? Um, <laughs> you but, told her that. <laughs> see, um, how was it? Was it your first time meeting her? Yes. How was that? Terrified. <laughs> <laughs> we had like a, a minor exchange on Twitter, and uh. I don't know. I, I think she's awesome. She's also one of the few people that my dad... I saw her in Jamaica when I was 10. And wow. uh, this, like, fest that... It was, like, the Isley Brothers and a bunch of other people. And I, that was the first time I saw her. And that was crazy. Yeah. So to meet her was 
Very interesting. Very surreal. She's working on a new album, so I'm a little excited about that. I heard she went to like Africa, South Africa for some inspiration. Drunk, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. See, you also know stuff. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for a new Badu album. Did she say when she's dropping it? No, there's no, no date. There's but... but... <laughs> <laughs> no date, Boo, but it is definitely coming. Um, but so what do you kind of listen to or what are you inspired by, especially lately? Um, I could kind of agree on movies, like, uh, kind of like, it's a, I grew up watching a lot of movies, but like at this age, I don't really watch it. So I kind of went back and watched like all Spike Lee movies, like from like the, she's from, she's gotta have it to the, uh, Movetta Blues, which like was a big inspiration for my project. So, uh, definitely movies and music wise, what I listen to, damn, my homies. Like, really, like, everybody around me was like, oh, honestly, um, and, but not a lot of rap, like I said before, like, if it is rap, more recently, I've been listening to a lot of trap, like, Young Thug is, like, my homie, low-key. See? Um, that's how it like, turns up, that's not... Yeah, but it's because I, I haven't listened to trap music in so long, when I was making, like, Shades, I would, I stopped listening to the radio, like, I literally stopped, like, but more recently, I kind of want to hear that, I don't know why, but, uh, but yeah, that, uh, Thundercat... Uh, it's just a bunch of jazz, really. Thundercat's making a new album. Sounds mm-hmm. pretty fucking tight, <laughs> if I must say. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds excited. Um, Reggie, I don't know if you wanted a good time to mention the song that you wanted to talk about, the Two Chain song. The <laughs> is, that, is that my jam? It is kind of my jam, actually. Is it your, I, I just discovered you it. made it seem as so. <laughs> crib in my closet. <laughs> you guys haven't heard this yet? No. It's Office Freebase. Freebase EP. An EP that just came out. Did that come yes. out already? It came out, I believe, yesterday. It just came out. Yes. Why do you love this song so much? <laughs> I, like, I like the image of 2 Chain just walking around his house and his walk-in closet. You know what? This closet is so big. It's it's like a crib. <laughs> Got a crib. crib I hope he said closet. it just like that. <laughs> like in your tone of voice. Like I hope he said it just like that. Then you just called up Rick Ross and ASAP Rocky, and they're like, "Yeah, this closet is pretty big." <laughs> <laughs> we should all live here. <laughs> uh, have you guys heard Usher's new single, "The Good Kisser"? No, but I saw a little bit of the video. You guys are sleeping. I'm so impressionable. That's why I can't listen what, to you. You should watch the video. What, Maruf, what did you think? At least well, what you heard or saw. I was like, okay. It kind of gave me like the you don't have to call vibe. All honesty. Like, I was kind of like, okay, he's coming back hard. Like, you know, like stuff, other past stuff that Usher dropped was cool, but I kind of was feeling it. What's the name of it? Good Kisser or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't yeah, it's kind of tight, but I didn't see the whole video though, so I can't really judge fully. The video is cool because he's like dancing in it. Like it starts with him pulling his moves. Like it's 2004 right. again. Got his swag back a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, and the content. I gotta check it out. Then. I gotta check have it. Wait, out. Have you listened to the entire song? Yes, I listened okay. to the entire song. So we'll let Susan first listen to the song and then you can okay, tell me good, later. Good. <laughs> I really want to. I love Usher. Yeah. So he's been in the studio with Ed Sheeran, Diplo. Ooh. Yeah, and was Skrillex, with Diplo. Huh. And Jermaine Dupri. So that album is supposed to come out in September. Oh wow, that's also. gonna be interesting. I'm a huge Usher fan. Him and JD, wow. 
Yeah, again, that's I, gonna be I, I'm just excited to see what Usher can do because I feel like after Confessions, it was just like, what else do you do? Because Confessions was like the craziest shit the ever Apex. to me. Tenth anniversary this year was crazy. Is it already? Yep. Shit, I'm so this old. Year. That's crazy. Well, when are these projects that you're working on coming out? Like, when can we or when do we get a first? Uh, the project taste of with it? Mello should be out. I don't want to say fall the days, but I'm, I'm just gonna give you summer vibes. You feel me? That's cool. Summer so hopefully vibes. the drink. <laughs> you feel me? It's no day, but I'm just really gonna say summer vibes because, all honestly, we're like six or seven tracks deep, and um, so yeah, but hopefully by this summer, and um, you know, shout out to everybody, shout out to you, Erica, holla, shout out to Billboard, shout out to Tizza, um, yeah, shout out to LOE. You already know we out here. Uh, but yeah, appreciate you, man. You guys are awesome. Uh, so what's what's coming up for you? Um. Uh, I think it's time to tour now. It's time so, to tour. Yeah. It's, I, I just, re- it's the, the first thing I thought of was the three shots and everything else that comes up with. Yes. So that's going to happen. It's real though. <laughs> I, so I always lose like four pounds, like <laughs> upcoming in shows. Like I haven't eaten in like mad days. It's crazy. But yeah. So Are I you guys thinking just time. the U.S. tour or? I think it's time to, to take it a little elsewhere. Going to the U.K. So, yeah. That's going to be big. Yeah, I'm excited. And then I'm uh, shooting a bunch of videos. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying not to be creepy because I feel like I creeped out you, Kimi. So I don't want to creep Chris out. Every once in a while I text him like, hey, how are you? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, and then working on the album. So like you'll be recording while, you, while you're traveling. Yeah, I've already started. So There's no stopping it's now. time. Yeah, definitely time. Well, that's all for this week's episode of the Juice Podcast. And again, you can let me know what you think on Twitter at 3 Ricott. Until next week, um, thanks to Zah, Punch, Reggie. Z is definitely on iTunes, so get that. It's very good. It's a great album. Thank you very much. You need to hire him right here. <laughs> Actually, don't hire him because he works with me. But, you know. Um, but that's it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com <laughs>